While most stores are closed, the Merrimack Bakehouse online store is still up and running. Go to merrimackpodcast.com to find easy, delicious mixes for breads, muffins, scones, and more. And there's free shipping on all orders over $50. Plus, check out our recipes that we've posted from previous podcast episodes. That's all on merrimackpodcast.com. Now please enjoy the following episode, which was originally posted on Facebook Live. Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. Here I am in my actual kitchen, using my fabulous steampunk table (laughs) as a complete stainless steel top over what was formerly a lovely dining room table. Anyway, we're going to show you how to make beer batter bread today. Um, I've heard a lot of people are number one having a hard time finding bread in these difficult times. Uh, Beer distributors, oddly enough, are open, so beer is easy to get. Um, I've heard people are having a hard time finding regular flour or bread flour, and what's mainly left on the store shelves is sometimes the self-rising flour. So this recipe is uh, pretty simple, makes one loaf of bread, It uses pantry staples, um, so there's really shouldn't be anything that the average person wouldn't have to make this. And if you can't find yeast, which is another thing I heard people are having a hard time finding, or if you've never made bread before, or if you don't want to pay a lot of money for the standard beer batter bread mix, which for some reason they're really expensive and there is no kidding, there's nothing to the there's nothing to them. So um, I'm going to show you how to make it, and then we're going to give you a couple of little tips um, on different flavors you can add to it. Now, we, we of course had to make a, a loaf of bread to show you what it looks like when it's done, except as you can see we ate about a third of it because it's really good. So, <laughs> so this is what our finished product looks like. It's not as high as a standard loaf of bread, but you could make toast. Uh, grilled cheese sandwiches, regular sandwiches, have it with your um, soup for dinner, anything like that. And it would it takes like total maybe like an hour and 15 minutes. The hour would be the baking time. The 15 minutes is you're gathering stuff up and uh, blending it. So it makes a nice um, regular size. This is a large size loaf pan that I'm using. So it makes a um, nice large size loaf of bread. You don't have to use the smaller size loaf pans. Uh, you can if that's what you have and it'll make a taller thinner loaf of bread and it'll work just fine but this is it so um, very simple you need three cups of flour now you can use all-purpose flour bread flour or like I said self-rising flour if you use self-rising flour you will eliminate this step which is adding um, one tablespoon of baking powder If you use self-rising, what self-rising flour is, it's flour that has baking powder in it already, okay? It's primarily for um, biscuits, uh, pancakes, that kind of thing, but that's all it is. So if you have, if you couldn't get flour and you, you know, wanted to bake at home while you're stuck at home, self-rising flour is fine for a lot of things and the things that it's fine for are things that take baking powder already. So uh, we're going to add a tablespoon of baking powder, uh, one teaspoon of salt, three tablespoons of regular old white sugar, 
okay, and stir that up a little bit. That's what you use to make this bread right here. That's the plain bread. All it has in it is three cups of flour, one tablespoon of baking powder, three tablespoons of sugar, and one teaspoon of salt. That's it. Then the liquid in it is a 12 ounce bottle of beer of your choice. You don't really, the alcohol cooks out of it. The beer causes the rise in the bread because it has a chemical reaction with the baking powder. But um, we, I decided to use a light beer because it doesn't have any flavor. <laughs> you know what, if you don't want to have a strong flavor in your bread, you want to maybe go with a light beer. Uh, Labatt's Blue is good because it actually has a good flavor to it, but it's not a strong flavor. If you wanted to have a stronger flavor or make it, you know, like a real flavorful bread, geez, you could use any kind of craft beer, any kind of an IPA or something like that. Give it a wild flavor. Use whatever you want to. A dark beer, um, a stout, a brown ale, whatever. Any of those beers are going to affect the flavor of your bread, so you can do different things. Like say you're having chili or stew or something like that, you might want to use a brown ale and uh, make your bread real nice and dark flavorful like that. And then you can add seasonings to it too. So what we're going to do is we're going to make um, an herb loaf with this. Now this is going to have uh, um, Dill. I couldn't think of the word dill. That's good. Usually in the podcast when I do that, Anna trims it and fixes it. So now you'll get to hear how terrible my English is and how I can't remember words. So, <laughs> so we're going to add a teaspoon of dill to ours, um, a half teaspoon of chives, dried chives, a tablespoon of um, dried minced onions, and um, that's going to be our herb bread. And this is good for like, this bread makes a nice grilled cheese. It makes a nice tomato sandwich. And it's really good as a dinner bread, um, an herb loaf like this. It's really good with just dinner, you know, um, something to have with, have with, you know, whatever you're having. It kind of goes with everything. You could even add uh, cheese to this, like a half a cup of shredded cheese. Um, you could add... Just about any any flavoring you can imagine. You don't want to add too much for especially herbs. Like I wouldn't add more than um, like a teaspoon of dill is a good amount. Okay. So if you wanted to make say an Italian kind of a flavored bread to go with a pasta dinner, you could add like a teaspoon of um, garlic, minced garlic or um, garlic powder, and a teaspoon of basil. You don't want to add into the tablespoon categories of those, you know, because it would just be really overpowering. But just think, like, what if you can imagine it, you can make it, okay? And and it's just for something fun to do. It's fun to add different flavors to something like this. So you take that base recipe I gave you and dress it up. So here we are. Like I said, we had the teaspoon of dill, a half teaspoon of uh, dried chives. Oh, that's, I just can't talk tonight. Um, a tablespoon of dried minced onions and we're going to mix stir up that into your dry ingredients till they're pretty well mixed in there because you don't want to stir it up a lot when you put your beer in you're just basically when you put the beer in you want to stir it up just enough to blend it and then we're going to scrape it into our um, baking dish so I have my church key I'm going to open up my beer there goes my oven timer 
And I, um, I let the beer set out for a little bit. One of the big things with this is when your beer is cold, it takes the bread longer to bake. It's not a terrible problem. So you can let your beer um, set to room temperature and add it, or you can add it cold if you forget, and you know it doesn't matter. But anyway, you're going to pour your beer in, and it's already foaming up like crazy. So make sure you use a bowl about this size because this could be a real mess if you don't. And then you're just going to stir that up till it's nice and moistened. You want to make sure there's no dry stuff in there, but you don't want to over mix it, you know. So, and it makes kind of like a sticky dough, if you can see that. And it smells very yeasty when you're doing it. It's really kind of weird, but it does. It smells kind of yeasty. So there we are, pretty well mixed up. We're going to flop that into our greased bread pan and grease it nice, nicely, really well. You can see it's already kind of starting to rise. And you want to spread it around evenly as good as you can to um, make a nice flat surface to get ready for our last ingredient. So we want to get all that good uh, sticky goopy dough off of there. I still have a little bit in my bowl. Boy, you can really smell the beer when you first pour it in. Man, oh life. Okay, got about everything we can get out of there, and we got it pretty well leveled out. Doesn't have to be super flat, you know, but reasonably flat. Sorry, this is not a Julia Child level cooking show. <laughs> okay, maybe when Julia first started, but after the second season, I think she really took it up a notch. Now, you have a fourth cup of butter melted. You can use butter, margarine, vegan spread, whatever uh, buttery sort of spread that you like to use will work. You're going to just pour this right on top of the batter evenly as you can. And it's nice and buttery oily looking there. I just am rolling it around to make sure it coats everywhere and I'm going to put it in the oven and that's all there is to it. And when it bakes, it's going to bake for at 385 degrees. Uh, wait, let me correct that. For your oven, probably 375. For my oven, which is temperamental and um, a little cold, I always have to go up 10 degrees. So 375 in a normal oven, 385 if your oven runs cold. And you're going to bake it for 45 to 50 minutes. You can tell when it's done, as you can see on this loaf, it's nicely browned. You'll be able to see the browning around the edges, but you don't want to take it out until when you put a toothpick in it, it comes out clean. Now, sometimes you'll be able to see a little bit of doughy looking stuff in these crevices, so check that before you take it out of the oven. But it's going to take a good 45-50 minutes, and you'll get this beautiful loaf to enjoy with your dinner. I hope you enjoyed this live cooking demonstration from Mary Mac Bakehouse and In the Kitchen with Mary Mac. We have a ton of podcasts you can listen to. If you're looking for something different to make or try or just some uh, good recipes, go listen to our podcast. Check out our website at MaryMacPodcast.com. We've got a couple of great soup recipes to go with this delicious bread you're going to make and all kinds of other cool things too. So check us out. 
Thanks a lot for watching if you did, and if you didn't, too bad for you. And as always, be sure to check us out online on Facebook and Instagram at Mary Mac Bakehouse, on Twitter at Mobile Mary Mac and Mary Mac Podcast, and on our website, MaryMacPodcast.com.